You're listening to The Wandernaut Show. Get your corporate jargon dictionary at the ready, because here, we're all about buzzwords. Hello, it's The Wandernaut Show again. And you know, that can mean only one thing. More buzz than a rave at a beehive. I'm Alex, and for the purposes of this particular analogy, I'll be your beekeeper in this hive of business buzzwords. I've got the white overalls, got the funny hat, and that canister of smoke. But, of course, I need a bee to provide the buzz, and fulfilling that role, as ever, is David Rodriguez, Executive Vice President and Global Chief Human Resources Officer at Marriott International. Welcome back to the show, David. Thanks, Alex. Great to be back. So, in case I lost any of you in that rather long intro, uh, we're here to talk about business buzzwords, right? Right, that's right. And and, and today we're talking about well-being. Now, I, I might be wrong, I usually am on these things, but but this is going to be a focus on the on the spa side of Marriott's business, right? You're absolutely right, you are wrong. No. It's about the physical and psychological well-being of people, or you could simply say their happiness. Because I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yeah, no? pretty much, no? yeah. no. All right, I'll stop there. <laughs> well, I am really happy to hear that because I am very interested in talking about all things happiness. I mean, Marriott seems to be on just about every happy company list I see out there. I know the business started out a long time ago selling root beer, but have you also been handing out happy pills to your employees all this time? <laughs> no, no pills, Alex, but how about we keep the tradition on the show and start with a story. It's called The Secret to a Happy Life. Oh yeah, great, I love that story. Well, great. Help me out with the punchline then. So for our audience, the story goes like this. A few years ago, a lady noticed a very old man sitting near one of the iconic uh, stone lions outside the New York Public Library. What caught her eye was that he looked like he could have been at the opening of the building over a century ago, but had that magical smile you only find from a five-year-old being handed an ice cream cone. Excuse me, she said. I just couldn't help noticing how happy you look. Tell me, what is the secret to your happy life? Yeah, that's right. And then he says, well, I eat fatty foods. I never exercise. I also smoke three packs of cigarettes a day and drink about a case of whiskey a week. I never bother to keep up with friends and family or or let it bother me that I'm broke and that my old boss was less than honest and that I don't trust our government leaders. Exactly. And the woman says, wow, and how old are you? Yeah, and he's, he's like, I'm 28. <laughs> yeah. So you really do love that story, don't you? Yeah, it is a pretty good story. Well, it's not just a story. It actually offers a real insight into happiness. What's really interesting is that that old man mentions all the different things that determine happiness or, or said differently, well-being. Yeah, I mean, I can certainly associate with, uh, with the being broke bit. But when you're broke, there is kind of an assumption that more money equals more happiness. Well, obviously being financially comfortable would help anyone, but the truth is money really isn't everything. And in fact, recently the World Happiness Report confirmed that happiness is dependent on much more. The report ranks 158 countries on how their citizens rate their quality of life and overall well-being. Six factors accounted for 75% of the differences between countries, and four of those factors had nothing to do with income. Instead, they had to do with things like sense of security and trust. I just love the fact that there's a world happiness report. Yeah. Um, but David, back, back to Marriott, and, and how does this relate to the secret sauce, I think you called it, at Marriott? Well, Alex, I tell you the truth, I don't know that it's as much about secret sauce. It's it's more about keeping a focus on what really makes a difference to people's lives. Our focus on employee well-being, which we call take care, 
is based on three simple premises. First, people have to feel good about themselves. And so we have a focus on promoting personal and financial health. I couldn't agree more, especially with that last part. I certainly wouldn't complain about a, a little extra well-being in my pay envelope. <laughs> but, well, never mind the producers glaring at me in the booth over there. Yeah, they are looking. But, you know, Alex, you are right in that it's not just about feeling physically fit and, and being disease-free. It's also about feeling that financially you can live well and be able to weather the rough patches in life. Yeah, I mean, you never know when you're going to land in one of life's potholes. I, mean, I seem to be a, a magnet for them myself, and it's pretty stressful. Well, no one is completely immune. And in fact, a CEO from a financial services company recently told me about research that says a majority of people are at high risk that an unforeseen problem or emergency could completely overwhelm them financially. Now, Correct me if I'm wrong, David, but, but feeling like you're always just a step away from falling over the precipice into financial ruin can't be a good way to promote well-being and happiness. I mean, it's got to wreak havoc with the, the mind and body. I, I'm sure, and, and that's why we provide access to counseling when, when people face issues like finding daycare for their kids or, or caring for an elderly parent. We, we also provide financial management courses and counseling, so their associates can plan and manage their finances better, including planning for a secure retirement one day. But a big part of this is also supporting their career development because that is the most powerful path to financial security. Right, and that's really interesting. The, the connection to learning and career development isn't necessarily the first thing you think of, but actually it does make a lot of sense. I, I suppose it's about helping people really take control of their destiny. That's exactly right. And when people feel in control of their circumstances, they feel less stress. They feel more energized to explore opportunities and, and to continue strengthening their health, financial or otherwise. So you're saying that helping people brush up their skills and learn new things makes them better prepared to adjust as job demands change or, or even finding new jobs in those times when the economy gets tough. Yes, and, and it all gets back to our first premise about promoting well-being people have to feel good about themselves. And that means not just feeling good about today, but in essence, leading life in a sustainable way where you're constantly making yourself healthier and prepared to deal with whatever comes your way, good or bad. Got it, but that's just one of three premises, right? I mean, I, I wanna be really happy. So <laughs> what's, what's the second component? Well, the second is about ensuring people feel good about their environment. At Marriott, it, it's really important to us that everyone feels valued and, and respected, that they have fair access to opportunity, and that we all share in the opportunity to maintain a warm environment that's welcoming of everyone. Right, because it's tough to be happy if you don't get along with your colleagues or you work in a dump. Yeah. So, so you're saying that the organization is responsible for creating a nice sandbox for us all to play together in. Yeah, nicely put. And, this is where our global focus on diversity and inclusion, or, or gem blending, comes into play. It's all about how every associate contributes to what we call a gem blend environment where everyone is responsible for creating a welcoming place that values both the common and the unique gifts that we each bring to the workplace. And so, as we've discussed on prior podcasts, when energy is not wasted wondering how I can fit in, 
It can instead be used to nurture relationships, uh, contribute ideas, and to delight customers. Yeah, I mean, I remember that, of course, from our It's a Gem Blend World podcast, mm -hmm. and it's fascinating to see how it all fits together. I mean, you've certainly thought this through. I'm impressed. And, and by the way, another important component is how we empower our associates to identify and work on the issues of the moment that are most important to them it's how they maintain a great environment, and, and here's that word again, sustainable. Right, I mean, I get it. So I feel good about me, I feel good about working with you, and I feel good about the studio we're in. So we're done, right? I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> Wellbeing surrounds me, and there can't be anything left to feel good about. Well, there is. The final premise is that people have to feel good about the organization. When people feel good about themselves, meaning they feel they're on the path to better personal health and financial security, and when they feel good about their relationships in the sandbox, to, to borrow your term, most people are motivated to give back and they want to work for an organization that values sustainability in society. So how the company values and supports efforts in social responsibility and community service is very important to them. And in many ways, their participation in giving back is the ultimate sign of well-being. You, I was wrong just to work hard for the money. Where, where's the love? <laughs> yeah. That's the glares from the booth again. Um, as always, this was wonderful. And it, it now makes perfect sense why Marriott has such a good reputation. You know, If only we had the legal rights to actually use the Pharrell song happy rather than me just butcher it by singing it myself. But anyway, any final thoughts? You sing the song pretty well, but... <laughs> Just a, a bit of a shout out to three colleagues at Marriott, Inez Gonzalez, Sarah Burrell, and Andrea Guerrera. They urged me to talk about what great leaders do differently than others. And frankly, it's hard to think of something more important for a leader than ensuring the well-being of the team. When you take care of employees, they take care of customers. And strategy, execution, the financials, in other words, the business takes care of itself. There is nothing more sustainable than that. Well, that's David Rodriguez for you, taking care of business every day. You know, David, we didn't call it out, but we did manage to hit yet another buzzword and make it feel shiny and new again. So I feel more happy, more filled with well-being, and more sustainable already. Thank you, David, for being the bright light on this subject, and to you, Wondernaut Club members. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Alex Wondernaut, and I'll see you next time for more business buzzwordery. <laughs>